from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, the nationwide housing crisis is well covered in the media, but what is happening in Ipswich? One organisation at the front line reveals the current homeless situation with a staggering increase of more than 1,000% since the onset of COVID. Ipswich-based In Community Inc. CEO Paul Tomasini joins the show to explain more. It's Friday, June 24, 2022, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This year is shaping up to be one of the most difficult in a generation for people looking to keep a roof over their heads. We've heard a lot about the situation nationally with some very frightening data about the costs of housing and extremely low vacancy rate for rentals. What's the current situation in Ipswich? Paul Tomasini is CEO of In Community Inc., a local community support organisation which actually began in Ipswich about 40 years ago. Paul, thanks for speaking with Ipswich today. Thanks, Alan. What does In Community Inc. do? So In In Community essentially is a homelessness service. Uh, We've been operating in Ipswich since 1982, uh, originally working with young people and more recently we've started to work with families and and adults as well. Um, We also deliver tenancy education across Queensland and other parts of Australia and more recently Bed Down, which uh, provides pop-up accommodation in underutilised spaces has joined our organisation as well. Well, I want to talk about uh, Bed Down, but we'll come to that shortly. If you Google the words housing crisis, any number of stories come up and those searching to buy or rent will know firsthand that how difficult that is. What's happening on the ground in Ipswich and how does it compare to, say, 10 or 20 years ago? So um, I guess the biggest thing is we have a massive supply issue at the moment and that's become worse uh, over the last couple of years in particular. Um, our, our services, we saw an increase at the beginning of COVID of 1,080% of people accessing our services. Um, and that was short term, but it sustained at around 650% compared to pre-COVID numbers. So um, the number of people who are accessing housing support has increased significantly. Um, and probably the biggest change and why this is becoming uh, I guess more um, more mainstream and more seen in the media now is there's lots of people who would probably never have thought they would be facing homelessness who are now facing homelessness because rentals that they're in have sold there's people that we're connecting with uh, who are accessing our services who may have been in a rental property for up to 10 years or more or more um, had a really successful tenancy and the only reason that they no longer have that tenancy is because uh, the house has been sold and as a result they're now looking for a property but because vacancy rates are so low there's so many people looking so that real real uh, risk of homelessness is there to anyone now who's who's renting. And when you think about it, it's a very scary thought. It's it's basically a no-fault eviction. You're a good tenant, but the house has been sold. What else are people saying to you? 
So, look, most of the cases are around around that. There are, we're still getting people who are coming in through um, you know, tenancies that have failed because of one reason or another, not paying rent, those kind of things. But those numbers are obviously diluted now in terms of the overall percentage of the people that we're seeing. Um, properties being sold is a big issue. And um, the, the number of people applying for properties is a huge issue. Um, Ipswich is still, you know, it's it's not as affordable as it used to be, but in comparison to other areas, you know, affordability is a little bit better. It's it's not great though if you're on a low income, if you've got a, a fixed income, or if you've got you know a number of people living in your household. And when we put this along with the other pressures of cost of living at the moment, you know, it, it paints quite a difficult situation for people. And we know. Yeah, housing and, and shelter is one of the basic needs, one of Maslow's basic needs. And if you don't have stable housing, it's very hard to put those other parts of your life together. I imagine you work with other organisations across Ipswich to help people out in general. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll work with anyone who we can to provide support to someone. Um, and yeah, that, that can be a range of different services, but we also work in with the private sector as well to you know, try and link people into housing. You recently took on the Bed Down project, as you uh, said at the beginning of the chat. Just explain Bed Down further and how you became involved. So Bed Down, uh, as I said, is very new to our organisation. We're only a few weeks into uh, having it under the banner of In Community. Um, it started about four years ago. Norma Gilveray, who is the founder, um, was uh, in a car park one night and he was thinking to himself, you know, this is this space just isn't being used. When we all take our cars out of here, no one uses it. And there's this huge issue with people sleeping rough. So... Um, you know, one thing led to another and they decided that they'd uh, trial some pop-up accommodation in a car park. Um, the bed down model, that, that hit international headlines um, because it was the first time anyone had ever taken a space like that and, and made it into a uh, pop-up shelter. And just to be um, clear, Paul, we're actually talking about uh, multi-storey car parks that are undercover. Yeah, yeah, not, not open air. So yeah. No, yeah, not, not <laughs> outdoors. So quite, quite a quite a um, nice venue. Um over the time, though, you know, setting up accommodation in, in a car park is quite a challenging task. Um, it's also, there's a lot of red tape and regulation which goes with it. So over the time, Bed Down's models evolved quite a bit, um, but it's still about u- using spaces that aren't currently being used to provide accommodation for people um, in the short term who need that accommodation. And now more than ever, that accommodation is needed. How are you reaching out to people that need this accommodation? How are you matching uh, your service with those who need it? We do a number of things. So here in Ipswich, we do outreach. So we'll actually go out on the street and look for people. We work with council and we work with other providers who are coming into contact with people who need an accommodation. Um, We use Facebook. So social media has become a a huge thing in the last few years, especially these last post-COVID sort of years and post the beginning of COVID, um, social media has definitely taken on a much bigger place in, in our work. Um, and, you know, word of mouth, we've been around for 40 years, so there's a lot of people who know us and we've, we've been that constant. Our phone number's still the same as it was 40 years ago. It just has a three in front of it now. Um, so, you know, it's, it's probably written on the, on the uh, windows of all the phone boxes around town. Another service you offer is training people in how to actually apply for a rental. Now, to lots of folk, that's probably a little odd. You know, it's pretty simple to apply for a rental, but you do offer that help. 
Yeah, absolutely. This was something that came up um, just after the, we'd had the 2011, 2013 floods. And around that time, um, I was at a real estate networking breakfast um, with the community and real estate sectors to look at how we could provide better rental pathways for people. And because we know after 2011, a number of houses that were previously rentals were unable to be rented anymore. And one of the local principals at that, um, at, at that event stood up and said something that really changed the way I was viewing our homelessness work. And it was that simply that your clients are too risky for us. And it got me thinking about ways that we could help to mitigate that risk and step back a little bit, remembering that we're in a time when vacancy rates were um, nowhere near as tight as they are now. So um, people that were... Um, we're getting lots more people were getting rentals than what they are now. So we decided that the, our way of being able to to fix or, or to um, help mitigate some of that risk was uh, through education, because we know the skills that and the and the. Um, the issues that were being identified by property managers um, were things that we could train people, and they were things that when people had the knowledge of, generally their outcomes in their tenancies were a lot better. So we set to um, starting what um, was an, a, originally a local project, um, just developed here in Ipswich to meet our local need, but soon became a statewide project and now is uh, delivered outside of Queensland as well. And it's the largest ever piece of work that's involved the community sector engaging meaningfully with the private sector to create better rental pathways for people. Your office has located to Limestone Street in recent times. It's more than just a place for you to uh, set up your desk and your computer. What, what are you doing from those premises? Yeah, so we're over here at 59 Limestone Street. Um, a lot of people in Ipswich will know that. started off as Fig Jam many years ago before that was a fish and chip shop and has had a few restaurants here since. Um, we, in the beginning of COVID, we needed to set up a space um, to provide a, a, an access and meeting point for women and particularly uh, women over the age of 50 who were experiencing housing stress. Um, so we set up this place, a restaurant came up and it was a, it was a good time to be um, taking on a restaurant at the beginning of, of COVID because no one really wanted them. Um, so we came and we set up a, um, it's called The Club, um, and it's a space where women can come who are needing support and help around their housing um, or just needing to connect, and they can come and get that support, access what they need. But we also have our head office here as well, so we run all of our programs throughout Queensland and, and our interstate programs out of this office as well. And, and it's it's a great space. It's a great welcoming space, open a couple of days a week. Since we opened about 18 months ago, um, when we finally got it, the doors open and everything was ready to go, um, we've had about 1,500 people through the doors. Wow, that's pretty impressive. And is it, is it basically just open uh, business hours? How do people uh, contact you on that? So it's, it's open two days a week um, for about five hours a day. So it is fairly limited hours. Um, and we put, we put out details on our Facebook page at, at the moment as well. Um, our other programs are, are available outside of those hours though. Paul Tomasini, there's no doubt you're providing a valuable service to the people of Ipswich. Thank you for speaking with Ipswich today. Thank you, Alan. Don't forget to look for handy links in the show notes. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. 
please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswitchtoday.com.au and click the donate button on the homepage to make a payment through PayPal. Follow and stream this podcast from your favourite app, including iHeartRadio and Amazon Music Podcasts, or play Ipswich Today from smart speakers. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thank you for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.